So, hello everybody and welcome back to the craziest aviation facts you didn't know but can't live without. Today, for the first time, we're in a, let's call it, home office version on At a virtual Zoom us. meeting. At least one of us, exactly. Um, so, but to be honest, the, uh, the mode doesn't change. So, it's exactly the same. Each of us is going to present one fact. And, and the, at the end, you're going to decide which one is crazier. So because, again, I did the introduction, Ben, you're, you're going to go first. All right. Quick and dirty today. No long story. Um, just a very simple question. Where is the safest section to seat in an airplane? Uh, who safest section? Maybe at the emergency exit, because <laughs> if you because if you don't if you don't follow the instruction, you could jump out first. You know, that, that's that's true. Um, but is that correct? So okay. there there was a study 2015, and they basically um, analyzed. Uh, a few plane disasters and who survived actually. And as a result, um, the safest section to seat is the, um, the back third of the aircraft. Okay. So you have so always a, go um, to the back. It goes, you should go to the back. Um, there's only, only a, a fatality rate of 32%. Whereas in the in the middle and in the front third, you have um, 39 and 38 percent fatality rate. So at least seven percent, okay. six, seven percent um, better chances to survive. So always go to the very, very back. It will help you once the plane crashes. Well, you could call that a life hack for now. You know, it, we know it is, which, it is. which which seats to uh, to reserve by now. Good. Good. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very, very helpful as well. So I always uh, try to be helpful. Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm going to go next with a pretty easy question as well. Nothing related to safety, but to the architecture, let's call it of an airplane. So what is your guess? How many kilometers of cable are rooted uh, inside of a 747? Nowadays. I, I heard about that fact a few years ago with regard to the A380, but, but still I can't remember the, the exact numbers. It, it was quite a lot. Um, I go for, probably I'm totally wrong now, 30 kilometers of cable. 30? Last yeah. answer? Well, it's 225. 225 kilometers of cable are rooted inside of a 747 nowadays. And that's crazy when you think about that's it. That's really crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I wasn't even that. close to it in 30. <laughs> Damn. Uh, oh, we're, we are no aviation experts. No, I was no, pretty no. far off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shame on me. All right, so it's up to you again. Um, just vote which of the facts was even crazier today, um, the cables or my life hack, which probably will save 
view your life in the future. Go for the life hack. So we're back with episode number five um, and the craziest aviation fact. Same procedure as every day. And today again, it's your turn to start with the first fact. Thank you. So, um, not disgusting, not something about space, but pretty basic one, but still pretty crazy. Um, the most expensive airline ticket, commercial airline ticket ever sold mm -hmm. to a single person, mm -hmm. how much did that one person pay for the most expensive ticket of all time? So I guess it was a first class. It's it's a commercial flight. It's not a, a, it's a private. No, it's yeah. a commercial. No, no, no. Okay, so yeah. I guess it was a first class ticket. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure. Mm -hmm. And most likely on a, on a quite long flight, Maybe. Australia to somewhere. Just me. I go for nineteen thousand US dollars. It's it's good. It's it's close. It's one hundred forty three thousand. Not that bad. Not that bad. Do you know flight was? It, 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 it happened in 2007. Okay. And the flight was from Singapore to Sydney. <laughs> it's it was the main flight of the A380. There we go. So an Australian millionaire paid $123,000 to be on the main flight of the A380. I'd say this guy's even crazier than all of our facts combined here. Maybe, you know, it's crazy when you think back how popular that plane is nowadays among airlines. It's, and it's a pity. Yeah. Anyways, um, up to you. I go for emotions today. I go for emotions. Um, it was really it was interesting for me to read. Um, did you know that people when flying that they are more, more emotional than on crowd? And there has been a study. What do you think the likelihood that a man cries when he watches a movie on a flight? The same movie on a flight and on crowd at home. What do you think? How much likelier is it that the man cries when watching that movie? It feels like it goes in the same direction with the with the taste buds. <laughs> you know? No. So crazy things happening to the to the human body and then up in the air. <laughs> But it, it was not shocking, but I didn't know that, that you're more emotional. I was like, oh, crazy. What's the percentage? Won't be the movie for that, but yeah, I would say can't be twice as high. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but that's the only answer I have. I would go twice as high. It's 15%. The likelihood that you, that you cry when watching a movie, you too, you're yes. a man, that you yeah. cry when watching the same movie is 15 times higher when you're on a plane than when you're on a crowd. Okay, you will tell us the scientific reason for that now. Next, next time, episode. next time. Okay, so there we go. That's it for episode number five. And catch you guys in the next one. Cheers, bye-bye. Welcome back to the craziest aviation facts you didn't know but can't live without episode number four. four. There we go. Same procedure as the last three times uh, because I did the introduction, Ben, you're going to start. All right, I have a... From my perspective, very crazy fact today. It is kind of disgusting. I have to say that. So, Bullish please. Statement. Yeah, but you. So, if you compare the bacterial levels mm -hmm. of tap water and the airplane 
to the allowed bacteria levels, let's say, from, of the United States. What would you think? What would you find out? How much higher is the bacteria levels on a tap water plane compared to the allowed? Actually, I always get like bottled water. But if you yeah, if you go to the to the to the restroom and oh, you control, oh, then, yeah, that's what yeah, you, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, so not the, the water you get. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, we, we all know you shouldn't drink that, but of course, yeah. But let's, what do you think? Okay, well, if you should if you should drink that, I would say 200, 200 times. Oh, I thought you you go go in lower. Yeah. It, it's not that high. It's okay. one hundred times the amount. Uh, allowed bacterial levels. Yeah. And it, it, the, I think the, the Financial Times or any uh, newspaper did that, that, that um, analysis and they found very, very disgusting things in that tap water. Okay, so only like, use that to wash your hands and nothing else. I can tell you, it's things like insect acts. Mm -hmm. acts and you don't know that. So, okay, okay. 100 times above the allowed amount of bacterial levels. Okay, so. Your turn. Thank you. Pretty disgusting. <laughs> Don't drink that, guys. But also, know. it's some kind of life hack, so you shouldn't do that when you're on a plane. It will save your life. Exactly. So, mine's a little bit shorter and easier. So, online checking, something that we all use nowadays for every single flight we do. Yep. But which airline introduced oh. online checking for the first time and in which year? What do you think? Oh. It's, it's a very good one. It's not that crazy, actually. No, it's not crazy, but crazy, crazy if you think about I it. I go for United in 1999. The year is right. Whoa! The year is right. Uh, but it was uh, Alaska Air. Alaska, Alaska Air. Yeah. Right. And the funny thing, I just, um, before doing this episode, I um, did try to um, go because, you know, there's an internet time machine where you can check. Yeah. Yeah, pages and, I, and I tried to jump to 1999. Um, possible? It was possible. I was I wasn't able to go into the check-in process, but just just the just the homepage. But it's, yeah, it was there. So you cool. had um, your your flight search on one hand side and the online check-in on the other side. Cool. Yeah. So good job, Alaska. You revolutionized the, the aviation industry. Finally, in 1999. So it was very good. It's up to you now. Vote wherever you want to vote. We will put it up everywhere, and uh, yeah, see you guys in the next one. And we're back with now the third episode of the craziest aviation facts you didn't know about, but can't live without. Same procedure as the last time, two facts we're going to present to you, and you have to decide which one is crazier. So you have to decide. About the craziest fact. Um, I started yesterday, so today it's your turn again. Okay. Let me know about the craziest fact. Okay, so uh, I don't know when was the last time you, you flew, but maybe it was some, some days ago now. Unfortunately, that was uh, before this whole shit started. Exactly. So, so uh, was it a night flight? No. 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 But of course, yeah, I already had a night flight. So, of course, and you, you know that uh, at a certain time they turned down the cabin lights. And you probably thought they're doing that to let you sleep tighter. Right. Yeah. Well, of course it helps to do that. I but um, amazingly, there's a whole different reason why they do that. Can you imagine what that is? 
I always thought it, it, it is because of the sleep, due to sleep, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Well, no, no idea. No idea. Well, the, the thing is, I, the sleep is, of course, a priority. Okay. The, 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 the guests, the, 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 um, the passengers, they have to arrive at their destinations well, well rested. Course. Never works, but anyway. But anyway, so, but uh, amazingly, the, the other reason for that, it's a safety reason. So, because in, the, in, in case of an emergency, so an evacuation, probably the cabin light wouldn't turn on, so something sure. could happen. So if uh, the plane crashes. Or just, yeah, something else, you know? All right. But the thing is, as soon as your... Um, that the darkness, you, your eyes adjust to the darkness. Yeah. So if anything happens and the cabin light's not okay, it doesn't work anymore, your eyes are already adjusted to the situation at night. So it, it makes it easier for everyone to evacuate because everybody's already able to probably see in the night, see in the dark. So Some never, smart guys. Never just about the um, safety is first. Safety, safety is first. Is first. So here's mine. Um, let's talk about the fear of flying. You know, a lot of people are, let's say, afraid of flying. That doesn't mean they are not flying at all, but yeah. they don't like it. So what do you think? Looking at the world's population again, um, we had that, I think, two days ago. Um, what's the percentage of the world's population that are afraid of flying or suffering, I've looked up that word, from aerophobia? Okay. So, I remember it was 5% of the world's population were, have ever done a commercial flight. Right, 95% of the world haven't, haven't, haven't been on entered board. an airplane yeah. ever. ever. So, okay, so 5% do it, so they... But they so, still so, can so be afraid of it. Of course, it. maybe they have to do it. But now, now the question arises, how many of the 95% don't do it because they are afraid of it or because they don't have the opportunity to do so. Today I would say let's go for maybe 50% of the people are afraid yeah. of flying. I thought the same, but yeah. it's, it's even more. It's 80% really? of the world's population that are suffering from aerophobia. Suffering. Like, suffering. That's a pretty strong word. It's suffering. <laughs> that are basically afraid okay. of flying. That's crazy. 80%. Yep. Crazy. Okay. So you decide which one is crazier. Again. The aerophobia thing or the, the, the lights at night. <laughs> it's already been a bit of time since I talked about it. Put down a comment, let us know which one is crazier and tomorrow another two facts and you decide. Till then, see ya. So, here we are again for the second episode of the craziest aviation facts you didn't know but can't live without. So, today, same format as yesterday, but today, Ben, it's your turn to present the facts first. Alright, I've got a very special one. Actually, it's my, my, my favorite one. Um, in 1987, American Airlines removed one olive from their salad for first-class passengers. What do you think, on an annual basis, how much money did they save by removing just one olive from, from the salad? Well, first of all, you could ask uh, 
where did they get the olives from if they were only grown on one special tree in the world, but I guess in the world. Okay. But it's so only one olive, only for first class passengers. Yes. Of course you could do the you could do the math and think about how many first class passengers, how many salads, the price of one standard. You know, that olive. would be an amazing question for a job interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, so best guess, but I will go with uh, go out there. $600,000. Whoa! No, 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 no. No, no, not close. Um, it was only $40,000. $40,000. Okay, so, yeah. okay. Of, of course, I accounted for sourcing and everything else there, but okay, so only $40,000. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how successful that really was because looking at the, the expenditure that the airline has, $40,000, I'm not sure. Otherwise, well, I would complain about the missing olive, to be honest. Definitely, yeah. definitely. I think they lost a lot of passengers. Um, Just because of the olive. Especially yeah. the first class passengers. Yeah, they, they all moved to United <laughs> and, I don't know, Southwest. Yeah. Or whatever. All right, interesting. But still, 40,000 for, for just one olive. It's crazy. Uh, okay, so we will yes, stay right. in, in that area and mm -hmm. talk about uh, food and taste. Okay. Um, so you know that there's the myth that um, at a certain altitude, your taste buds are not. Yep. So, first off, it's not a myth, it actually happens. First off, that's the reason why some people like to drink tomato juice on an airplane and nobody, and nowhere else, because it only tastes good. I, up I still don't understand that, but me different, too. Different and, uh, yeah. And that, that question also, um, I, I came up with another question. How would an airplane, uh, um, meal would taste at ground level. Never know because you, ne you never actually try. So, but how many percents of your taste buds are actually numbed above, well, above, uh, way above sea level at an altitude of 30,000 feet? No clue. No idea? No. Just not, not a rough guess. Not even a rough guess. <laughs> What a stupid question! <laughs> I know! <laughs> what a crazy question! No idea. No. 33%. So you lose, uh, you actually lose one third of your taste when you're. How can that be measured? Is there an official taste measure yeah. indicator? Yes, I guess so. But that's, that's, yeah, you have to do the math. You know, 33%. One third. There we go. Crazy. Another fact for you out there. And now, again, just like yesterday, it's your task to decide which one, which one of the facts amazed you more. Uh, put it down in the comment. We, we again will put up the votes on social media and everything else. And yeah, we will uh, see you guys tomorrow for another episode of the craziest aviation facts you didn't know but can't live without. Cheers. See ya. So, welcome everybody to our newest format, to our newest format, the craziest aviation facts you didn't know, but can't live without after you know them. So, this is our first episode today, and uh, the format is pretty simple. I'm going to present a fact, Ben's going to present a fact, and in the end, it's your task to decide which of the facts is crazier than the other. We will put the votes up uh, in the comments, on social media, everything is linked in the comments below. So, without further ado, let's just dive right into it. 
And uh, oh, okay, I get the answer yeah, to yeah, yeah. the first fact. Um, okay, Ben. So the question is super curious. <laughs> how close do you think you are to space when you fly with a commercial <laughs> with a commercial plane? So how close in percentages where, where, until you reach space? Where, where does the space starts? Where gravity goes away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, you know that there is a scientific. Yeah, of course. Um, so you want a percentage? A percentage. Just well, a guess, of course. You know, because it's my job to educate I think you it's, today. Mm, okay, let's say thirty percent. Is that your final answer? <laughs> <laughs> let's reduce that and take. 5%. Ah, okay. Pretty close. It's only 7%. 7%. Se At 30,000 uh, feet, that's the, 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 okay, the, so that the average travel um, altitude over a commercial flight. 30,000 feet. That means feet. space starts around 300,000 yeah. something. something feet. So, even, okay. if, even if you feel like you're above the clouds and the space is close to you, you're not. You're not. Okay. So, so imagine how long it takes to, to for, for for a rocket, you know, to, to reach the space. Of course, they're a little bit faster, but it's only seven percent. So interesting, interesting and crazy. Remember that. All right. So here's mine. It's again also a percentage question. Okay. Um, what do you think? Looking at the world's population, what's the percentage of the world population? that has never been on a plane? I'll go with 80%. Quite good, it's even more. Even it's more? 95%. Only 5% of the world's population ever has been on a plane. It's crazy, you know, we really have to think about that a little bit longer because we're now on the internet. It looks stupid if we make such wrong guesses. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I'm it crazy is, yeah. back, so. Yeah. So now it's up to you to decide um, which one of the facts was even more crazy, um, the space question or the world's population question. Um, put a comment down here and let us know. And we're super happy to welcome you again tomorrow with two new crazy facts about aviation. Till then, see ya. Hey guys podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for information design one, the word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.